Welcome to the first Cosmic Pirate Podcast of 2017. Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. It's actually January. No, it's February no, now. It's February. Damn. damn. Welcome, we missed welcome to 2017, Drew. Welcome Edit. to 2017. Edit, Edit yeah. Um, welcome to 2017. We're doing our... This is... We were going to try to do a second our podcast. first annual podcast. Yeah, our first annual. We were trying to do another one for last year, but we never <laughs> got to it. So we did one podcast in 2016. I think we're on a roll now. So we'll try to get two done this this year at least. Yeah. Um, definitely on a roll. But uh, we and and you know what? I'm not going to talk politics on this. Not going to talk politics. Good, because I'll hang up. But I will yeah, say. But I will say one thing. I wish there were some alternative facts with regard to the Asia lead singer John Wetton. <laughs> 2017 is off to a shitty start. We lost John Wetton uh, yesterday morning, right? Yep. Uh, on February and, uh, 1st. And Emerson, did you, was Emerson or Greg Lake? Which one? Greg Lake is more recent. Greg, um, right. Like this year, though, right? Yeah, Keith Emerson is gone, too, but yeah. I, I think Greg Lake was the more recent of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's And that was 2017, right, Rox? That was like January at some point. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I thought it was late 16. I'll use, I'll use the Google. Do the Google because I'm not going to bother opening my browser because I don't want to jeopardize the internet. Screwing up my. Uh, uh, I go into my AOL chat rooms. I need to get a computer dedicated <laughs> for just podcast recording, and then another thing for. Actually, I have the iPad, but it's out in the other room, so I'm not going to bother with it. But yeah, it's it's a, it was shitty yeah, news. Great, like December 2016. Okay, okay, so it was just it was just just before the new year. Yeah. It is real shitty news. I mean, it was like I felt bad, super bad when David Bowie died last year. That really hit me. Uh, yeah. There were a lot of, you know, music stars, Prince. I mean, it's like this stuff you go, what the hell? You know, for real? And we lost a lot of good ones last year. Uh, yeah. Um. What's his name? Stone Temple Pilots dude, Scott Weiland. Scott Weiland was early in the year, right? Was that 2016? Correct. That was 2016, yeah. Yeah. Um, very sad story there. And the, the Eagles, uh, Glenn, Glenn Fry, right? Yeah. And Lemmy. Yeah, yeah Lemmy, Lemmy uh, uh, bought the farm. Um, I mean, that dude was still touring. Talk about rock and roll. Yeah, he he was like literally rocking until he dropped. It was like get one more show, mates. Let's go, and then it, like died the week after the tour ended or something. Yeah, yeah. But it was a You're she. Welcome. It was a she. What happened, Raj? <laughs> I sneezed. Oh, did, I, did, you must oh, have had a you, mute you, you button. You did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for the mute button. Was it the uh, was it the head mute? Like you you held your breath and almost blew your eardrums out. Was that kind of mute or no, was I it like the mute button? Oh, good. <laughs> It's and, nice to and then have it that. shot out the other end. <laughs> oh my God, Kurt! I have to tell you the story. It doesn't have a fart button. I have to tell you the story before we go back into this. Roger and I were hanging out when I lived in uh, Jersey. He came over. and We were hanging out okay. by the. Uh, do you remember this happening, Rog? I don't know. You have to tell me about it first. <laughs> <laughs> we were hanging well, out. We were hanging out in the backyard by the fire pit, right, and uh, drinking beers and stuff like that. And Roger goes, "Oh." 
and he like leans sideways, farts, then he burps, and then he sneezes in that order. Awesome. And chew. And then he goes, holy crap, that was all in one row, all in a row. And I go, wow, you'll never do that again. But he goes, no joke, chew. And he did it in reverse. Like fantastic! Like ten seconds <laughs> after impressive. he did it in the other way. I have a talent. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah, this have you done podcast, it? We talk about our <laughs> our secret bodily talents. Yeah. Have you done it since, Roger? <laughs> no, I've had some other beats. That's one of those. Now we're all getting to the age of when we do that, things leak out. <laughs> well, you that's don't want to be those. sitting on a ball when you sneeze. I'll tell you that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those things, you know, you wish you had a camera or a, or something rolling when that happened because it was like you can't, nobody believes you. You know, it's like I couldn't believe it happened. I was sitting there, we were cracking up. I'm like, oh, my God, that's hysterical. I've never seen, heard anything, heard, seen anything so funny in my life. Um, and, and smelled. And smelled. Actually, we were outside and the fire was going, so I really didn't oh, get okay, any. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, it smelled it like was, wood burning. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was, 2016 was a really shitty year for for music, and now we're starting off 2017 in a in a a shitty vein too. We got you know John Wetton now passed away, and Kurt actually, excuse me, Kurt who gets around. Kurt is hey like now. the band like fan boy. I don't want to use that term like that. It's I mean that's you okay. Know, and you're you were like. So into bands, and you have a friend who's uh, connected somehow with bands, musicians, drummers, yeah, and managed to get like backstage passes or meet and greets, or and you you've had some pretty cool experiences. And in fact, yeah, you posted a picture yesterday on Facebook after you learned of John Wetton's passing. Yep, yep. Uh, a picture of you and him, and oh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Terry Bozio. Bozio. Terry Bozio, yeah. Tell us that story, how, what, what it was like meeting John Wetton, because that's a pretty cool thing. I would love to tell you that story. Um, Please do. So, yeah, no, I, have, I had a, a friend who used to work for a drum cymbal manufacturing company, and he was like a relationship artist type of guy. So um, I didn't always get the hookup, but uh, when a Sabian artist was in town, <laughs> we would get sometimes access to shows, meet and greets, whatever. So... In this case, uh, UK was doing a reunion tour, and UK was Wenton, uh, Terry Bozio, and Eddie Jobson. I believe that's how you say his last name. It was basically, if you're familiar with UK, uh, their second album, Danger Money, it was that lineup. Roger, you know that band? Um, no. Now you do. I think you might appreciate it, Raj. Cause it's, it's good, it's it's good that, stuff. Uh, it's that, it's that uh, prog stuff. I was listening to some of it. It's very similar to, uh, to what did I say, Kurt? Was that what I was listening to when I said it was like a blend of like, oh gen- yeah, you, Genesis Zap, and Zappa, Zappa and, and yes, and Genesis, yeah, yeah. It was like all that combined. It's just well, because well, Eddie Eddie came from Zappa's band. He played keyboards, electric violin. Mm-hmm. Bozio came from Zappa, and then he got went. And so um, they were playing at XPN Studios down in Philadelphia, and this was in 2012. Um, wow. they haven't played together. They only, they only did three albums, like two studios and one live album back in the late seventies. Um, so we get to go and Greg, my friend said, Hey, come on, let's go. So the two of us went down, we had all access passes. Greg was going to do an interview with Bozio. Um, 
which meant we got to go there early. We got to watch sound check. Um, Wenton was in these uh, plaid looking cargo shorts and just a black t-shirt and sneakers. It's always funny to see quote unquote rock stars before they get into their stage gear. Right. Um, and then we watched them just sound check and run through a couple songs and, you know, they talked to the crowd and stuff like that. But afterwards they cleared the whole room because some, some like either fans that won contest or right. paid money got to watch cleared the room and then, but Greg and I did not have to leave because we were guests of the band, at which I was escorted up on the stage and then over to the green room, which was 12 feet by 10 feet. It was a tiny room with like a couch, a little table, and like there's a restroom in there. Nice. So I walk in, and, and Greg's already started his interview with Terry. So it's just me, John Wenton, Terry Bozio, Eddie Jobson, and Bozio's wife, and my buddy Greg. So they're talking, and we're sitting there, and they finish the interview and we all get to just chatting and all were very, very nice. So when John came over to me, I just said, Oh, Hey, you know, nice to meet you, John. I put my hand out. I said, I'm a big fan. And all he did was look at me with almost a terrified look and looked at my hand. He goes, Oh, I can't do that right now. And turned away, just <laughs> turned around. <laughs> and my buddy Greg looked at me like, what was that? I said, I have no did idea. You have a bunker I, in your hand? I, I'm thinking I offended. Yeah. I'm like, what did I just do? And now I just ruined the concert. So fast forward a little bit. I remember you telling me that story. I didn't realize who it was. Yeah. So that was that encounter of that before the show. Then we were lucky enough to go sit at Terry's drums and get cool pictures, blah, blah, blah. Concert starts. We watched them. The band was outstanding. Uh, But John went and his voice, he's one of those few guys that his voice hasn't changed. He still sounded the same. He sang everything exactly as used to. You know, it was just amazing. Um, it was interesting to see during soundcheck, Bozio was trying to remember some of the songs. So here he's doing a show. And he's still trying to remember these songs. So uh, he even had uh, one of the charts on a piece of paper taped to one of the cymbal stands. That's like, remember some parts that blew my mind. But it's you know like, you know what? That's the that's a professional who is that good where he can kind of wing it to an extent, but needs to know where some changes are for a song that might be a little more technical. And those yeah, guys are exactly. at such a level where they yeah. need like a little scribble note of like, yeah, you know, yeah. okay, we're switching to six, known. we're switching to six, eight here. And they were going to, they were going to, dude, you know, I'm, I'm not even joking with you. At one point, Terry, we're watching what he was doing while he was just sitting there. He was listening to it. He had the songs on his phone. He was listening to the song to remember how it went. I'm like, shouldn't, <laughs> right. you, shouldn't you have done this already? Yeah, right. You know, so anyway, so... No, he just got off another tour, probably. <laughs> true. So, the, so the, the, the band was amazing. They truly just sounded amazing. So afterwards, Greg and I get to go back again. Afterwards, which was even cooler, because now the band was more relaxed. Uh, there still was not very many people who were in this tiny crowded room. And that's the photo that you saw, Drew, when I posted it. Yeah. Um, so we're sitting there, and John was completely different this time. So either... Like when I saw him again, he shook my hand. We had a nice chat together. And I didn't say anything like, what was with the weirdness in the beginning? Right. So my guess is either he had a germ phobia and didn't, you know, he already, maybe he already ate, washed his hands and didn't want to shake hands right. before he played. I don't know. Um, so afterwards. Or he, he or maybe, maybe he was being, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but maybe he was being, you know, legitimately like concerned for your health and he had just peed without washing his hands. 
that could, well, that could be it. He, you know, maybe too. he didn't want to get his urine on my hand. That, you that's know, maybe he edit. just didn't want to take a chance of something happening to his hand. <laughs> that's true, because he had to go play so, bass so, out there. So, so then Drew and, and Roger, I said to him, so I said, hey, John, you, that, that was amazing tonight. I said, you sound exactly the same as I remember when I'd heard, you know, the Asia albums back in the 80s and all that kind of stuff. And I said, it, that, that's awesome. You sound that. He goes, you know what the secret is? And I said, no, what's the secret? He said, I stopped doing cocaine and I stopped <laughs> hanging out with dirty women. That's what he told me. And that's why he said his voice still sounds good. There you go. Well, no there's cocaine, some advice for you. No dirty women. And it was the, it just, I'm like, holy crap. That's he just funny. told me that. That was awesome. And then we took the photo and uh, he was back into his uh, plaid shorts again. And stuff. So that, <laughs> was my, that was my John Wenton moment. Yeah, and he was, was uh, very, very nice and very nice to us. It was just that one awkward moment in the beginning, but it was that's cool. that's cool that you had those experiences. Yeah, um, was that the same night that you got that picture of you behind Terry's massive yes. drum set? Okay, that was actually his small drum set, but yes, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. His his full drum set consists of nine bass drums. Wow, Roger, you might have seen that picture uh, on Facebook of Kurt. I I've used it to post for the Sim Brothers gigs and stuff when Kurt was sitting in or something. I'd be like, Kurt, just off tour, will be joining us yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And, here, and there's a, like, and, fit this. and put a picture of him up. Uh, and it's a, it was him sitting behind Terry Bozio's drum kit, which is massive. And it looks like when I first met Kurt and saw that picture on Facebook, I was like, dude, is that your drums? Where were you gigging then? Because it looked like <laughs> I yeah. that. he was just a natural behind the drum kit because he i mean he is kurt's an amazing drummer um and here he's sitting behind this drum set and i'm going it looks like that was his gig and somebody just snapped his shot behind the drums because he was sitting there like he knew what he was doing because he does <laughs> but uh that was just funny but those are cool those are cool stories we'll have to do another podcast we'll have to do another podcast about Rob Zombie or something because I know Roger doesn't like Rob Zombie, but Kurt also met Rob Zombie and said he was really cool. So we could talk about yeah, that, that was, too. Yeah, that was an interesting. Yeah. Kurt's, Kurt's got some good stories. Um, but uh, just to recap for listeners, we're talking about uh, the loss of John Wetton, singer and bassist for Asia, UK, and uh, King, King Crimson. Crimson. There was also, I mean, actually, if you go on Wikipedia, there is quite yeah, a tons list. Of solo records. Yeah, tons of solo records. Um, he started, I, th- I guess, in the past, you know, five or so years, five eight years. He was also re-releasing like a bootleg stuff. They would find bootleg yeah. material, people yeah. circulating, and then they would re-release yeah. it and uh, doing things like that. But um, uh, a lot of session work and guest appearances and songwriting he's done with other projects so the guy was very busy through his yeah. career through the uh you know the the 70s 80s and, and 90s even keeping pretty busy with stuff and i think asia when did asia get back together which time yeah right <laughs> exactly when, let's talk a Ro- that's where roger can probably chime in because roger is a huge asia fan correct me if i'm wrong I like them. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan, but yeah, I, I really like them. You get into their stuff. Well, or Roger, a few you were, albums at least. You were the guy who had. You were into Yes. You were into you know uh, the Genesis and those prog bands of the '70s, 
and you actually were interested in the players in those bands, even though you're not a full musician yourself. You've noodled with right. guitar and you play the mouth harp or whatever it is. That brown, you know that thing? <laughs> draw harp. Roger actually has one of those and he can make it, the draw harp. He can actually make it make cool sounds. And I, yeah, I play one of those things and it sounds like I'm hitting a tin can. But anyway, but you were one of those guys who got interested in the bands and, and learned, listened to the song. Well, obviously listened to the songs, but you got interested in the members of the band. Did you get that far with Asia where you knew like who the guys were, like the, the names? Well, of the absolutely. People? Yeah. So I mean, that was like the big uh, super band. Or whatever super group, yeah. yeah. Super yeah. group, yeah. That's right. How long was Steve Howe with them? Because I was time? really... Which time? Exactly. Help help yeah, us. A bunch of those guys were in and out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that, Roger, if you can now, remember. The only that. one that was steady through all different versions of the band was uh, Jeff Downs. Everybody else really? came. Right. Jeff Downs was the uh, was the uh, keys? Yeah. Or, okay. And who else? Every, every other member of the band came and went. Carl Palmer. Still, Carl Palmer, I think, was there for all of them, yeah. too. So the drummer and the keyboard player were pretty consistent. Yeah. Okay. And they, they had just, different things. And they, they even put out albums not too long ago. I mean, they did a, a live album in 2010. Um, I think the album. most recent was the original lineup. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So Steve Howe actually toured or got back together again with them in the early aughts. Is that correct? Or in the um, I don't remember what years. I, uh, but yeah, he, he was with them several times. You know, are you, do you understand the timeline there, Roger? No. Yeah. Um, one, the funny thing with the uh, with Asia, the comings and goings and everything was mainly not that the members of the band wouldn't get along. It was the record company. Because when John went and first left the band, right. he got fired by the record company and then came back a few years later. It was like two or three years later. So what the hell was that story about? I don't know. I didn't. Didn't get any uh, of the backstory on that. I just remember reading about that. I was like, holy cow, I didn't realize he was fired. Hmm. What he was heck? fired. I don't remember why, but then they brought him back so they could make another album. Yeah. Gee, we can't do anything without this lead singer. He seems to be the guy we want to uh, sing well, for this band. They did. And the did, song. Uh, it sounds like what Yes is, it's like think what yes is doing now. Hold on. Let's, let's not get yeah. into the Yes just yes, just Yes yet. is only Steve. Yes, there's only Steve Howe and Alan White right now, I think. Um, and they're just getting session players for the other parts? Actually, for some, for some uh, reason, John Anderson is not singing with them. Alan, about, sorry, Alan White's the drummer. Alan White's not even with them right now. Oh, really? So, I'm sorry, but it's, it, it's like watching Foreigner with one original member. Uh-huh. To me, yes, like when Chris Squire died, yes should have just said, we're done. Because he was an integral I, part I of that sound. Time. Huh? I think they should have just packed it in before that. Last well, I mean, couple but, albums, not really good. Yeah. But anyway. Last, yeah, anyway. For me, and then we'll move on to the next topic, was that when they did that Anderson, Bruford, Wakeman, and Hal, as much as I hated the electronic drum sound, I enjoyed the songs on that album. Oh, that was a great album. Yep. I just wish they could re-record it with real drums and not electric. Why don't we? Yeah. Why don't we do a a, a, a re-recording of it with real we'll show drums? We'll done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But anyway, I was listening to Yes earlier today, and I think John Anderson, Steve Howe, and I know the drums are they. There's a certain sound that every drummer brings to a, a pro, to a, a band to a project, so you can tell, you know, 
when they've changed out a drummer or whatever, because there's yep. a certain style. But uh, the 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 key sounds for me of the early Yes was Chris Squire's voice and bass style, uh, uh, Steve Howe and John Anderson's vocals. And uh, as I a didn't... drummer, as a drummer, yeah, I would add in Bill Bruford's drum sound. Yeah, all those early albums, his right. snare drum alone. Yes, signature to that. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And then they had a a, a bit of a, a a dry spell, right, Raj? And then uh, Trevor Rabin comes and helps them revive their sound. And bang! In the '80s, we got this huge, you know, resurgence of yes you know, on radio and stuff like that. Really good songs, you yeah. know. Well, that was about Big the same Generator time that Asia was coming out. That's true. You know, it's funny. There are similarities between. I was listening to. Uh, we'll we'll leave. We'll put yes aside. We could talk about this stuff like all night, but uh, we can save that for another podcast. Yeah, we're supposed to talk about dead people. Yeah. Well, no, we don't have to talk about dead people. But I'm just saying, it's a John <laughs> Wetton type of. I see, I see dead musicians. Asia type <laughs> of conversation tonight. Not not so much. Yes. So, but uh, but back to the Asia thing. I was listening to them today. There is a lot of similarity between the way he sang, and I think he created the sound that became popular with Asia, and then these other groups coming along in the early 80s after Asia kind of hit it, or, or not hit it, but kind of did their thing and, and made those hit songs because they had already hit it with their own respective bands. You know what I mean? They, uh, another band. But other musicians were being inspired because you hear this type of vocal sound that he had, a vocal quality that he had in a lot of other recordings. There's similarity to some songs from Asia and even Foreigner. And uh, those bands of the 80s that had those pop songs, there's a lot of crossover between that. And I think it was just a big... Well, I think basically that all boils down to there's a sound that works and then everybody's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, that's where the producers and record companies they found come this, in. The sound that worked. Yeah. And everybody else had to be like it. I mean, you listen to music on the radio today. I, I once in a while listen to some of this new stuff that's coming out. And I'm like, it, to me, it sounds like it's all the same thing. It, it could be 15 different bands, but you would think it's the same band. Right. Exactly. You but see, they found the sound that's working and everybody's doing it. How come they're not dying? Yeah, but the thing is, oh, <laughs> the, they're already dead. Sorry. The thing sorry. is, is we were the younger generation then, and we're not getting the younger generation now. But I mean, back in the day, there was yeah. still a lot of originality between the bands. Even though there was those bands that came out with those hits, you knew that was Asia, but you still knew uh -huh. who, was, who was Yes, and you still knew who was Kansas, and you still knew who but was you, Rush. But you know what, Drew? My kids. They know who every artist is when they when they're radio. I'm like, who is this? I'm like, oh, that's so and so. That's so and so. Like, right? They'll and say they'll say they knew, but we just like my parents were like, they didn't know who because like, being in the '80s, also with the hair band stuff. Like, is this Motley Crue or is this Rat? Is this Poison? Like, to them, it was all just crap noise. I think that's where we are. I can agree with that. Yeah, I uh, Cindy just walked into the quote unquote Hello. studio here. Hi, Cindy. Hey there. Hi, hi. Can you hear Hello. the? Can you hear her? Okay. We heard her perfectly I fine. Nothing. Good. You don't hear? Oh, shit. Hang on. I got to turn the volume up. All right. How about now? How's now? Everybody say something. He gives me the headphones, something. but I hear nothing. You can hear me, right? <laughs> you hear everybody now, right? Sydney was you hear nothing because he said something. 
I didn't say nothing. Good. I think Cindy was hoping the headphones would make her not hear Drew. There are no such <laughs> headphones, uh, Garth. No. Nope. It's called earplugs. Give me a little. Yeah. Give me a little mic check, Cindy. Check, check, one, two, check. check. check Perfect. Check, Thank you. Check, check. So Cindy has joined us. Hello, Cindy. Hello, Cindy. Hello. Hey there. I'm just popping in quickly. I'm okay. in. I'm in between other relaxing activities She's in got, the evening. She has other gigs All tonight. Right. Other gigs. You. Glass of wine, a little Chex Mix, and, so, and Chopped on, on Food Network. We were, Kurt shared his story, Cindy, about John about meeting John Wett and the Asia yeah, vocalist sure. and, and to, bass player. To, that, uh, I'm just recapping for recap. also for our okay. audience. I'm just, like I said, I'm popping in here. I'm flying in, flying out, so I'm not staying. Do you have anything to share with, uh, with the guys? Tell us about when you met him. When, oh, Sorry, she didn't did. meet him, but... <laughs> Roger, you count on him to be the. How about the, how about this? You, the smartass, actually, uh, yeah. Roger is to, a smartass. To the point. Love about, you. Just Thank trying you. to add content. Perfect. That's what we need. Content is king. Yep. But uh, you, I mean, back in the '80s, that was when we were all around the same age. So, I mean, you were. What what were your? You loved Asia too, right? Yeah, we're not the same age no more. All different ages now. <laughs> yes, I did. Correct. <laughs> I love Asia. What are you talking about, Kurt? Yes, I did. I thought you said, Kurt, you liked Asia. Didn't you say that? No, I was talking about Cindy. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I thought you said, Kurt, you What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, four people with four different just brains going in four different Just, just trying to keep it moving along. Yeah. yeah. Moving. Good luck to you. Took a distance Yeah, right? Yeah. You're good. Oh, no. Tell us a little about, about your Asia experience. Well, I, I could create one, but I don't have, quote, an Asia experience. Uh, but you enjoyed the music of Asia. Of course I did, yes. I mean, they reminded me of, I'm just trying to think. Mm. Uh, who's that other group? Ah, oh, crap. Help us out, Roger, or somebody. Flock mm. of Seagulls. Fly didn't sound like Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> no, no, no. We're uh, we going to have that podcast. Did his voice sound anything Please. like the guy from Outfield? No. No, no, that's not who I'm thinking about. I mean, basically, it was one of those Mike you know, mechanics. 80s, but not, no. You know what? No. You're absolutely right. There was a similarity <laughs> in some of those, those styles of song. Uh, ELO, I guess, is what I was going to say. Mm, not, no, I mean, no. not that they had the same style, but, but from my point of view, it was, it was not that they were the same, but from my point of view, they were a little bit, I don't want to say out there, a little bit different than the typical crap you were hearing. Better different, meaning yeah. they were a little more substantial. You know, ELO obviously had, had the orchestra stuff going on, but but um, Asia had some similar differences and just, I don't know, right? good differences. So, um, no, I don't have any Asia stories. That's fine. No, that's good. You know, there's a song. Was it Mike and Mechanics, Roger? Did that song? Oh, Drew was God. born in Asia. Uh, was it? Was, was it? I was. I was. Um, was Good it? One, <laughs> was it Mike and the Mechanics who did that song? Um, Something about a miracle. Well, the miracle one, but then there's also one where the guys like what was it? Something about running. Something about run, running. Yeah, silent. Running. Silent running. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, it was that first album. There was more than one. But uh, silent running. Cindy is going to vacate and go do something else. Like you said, and maybe she'll fly, fly in and out. Maybe good, she'll pop back in. Good to uh, see you, Cindy. Good talking hey. to you. Hey, good to hear you both. Bye. Later. Talk to you later, maybe. Maybe. 
Uh, what? Did you say talk to you later, maybe? Yeah, maybe, not baby. Uh, did you think I said baby? No, I was... No, we thought you said maybe. Like, why would you not talk to her later? Yeah. Why I'll would you not talk to, to your later. wife that's living in the same house with you? No, I'm saying she might be on here. She might come on here later to talk to you guys, too. Maybe. Oh. So, uh... Such well, a fine line refill. between stupid and clever. Mm. She'll come back when she needs to refill, because... Uh, <laughs> Drew's podcasting from the fridge. <laughs> Why? Did you hear me open my beer? I hit mute when I opened mine. The uh, the vocals on some of that Mike and Mechanic stuff. Uh, is it? What was it again, Roger? Silent running. Isn't uh -huh. there a the guy is, squeeze doing the vocal on that? Yeah. Okay. You see, I didn't. Yeah, know Paul that. Carrick. Uh, Paul Carrick, it's right? Squeeze, and he was also with. Um, oh boy, I can't remember the name of the group now. That's okay. There was just a uh, there was just big hit. there was just something about the sound of the '80s with regard to those bands that included members of other progressive bands. You know, uh, remember Mike, GTR? Oh, I yeah. do. I do. What's, I even what, have that album. What was one? What oh, was so one of I. their hits? No one knows. They didn't have any hits. Okay. There's a there's a prog connection there to another band. Who else was in Mike and Mechanics that was in another uh Mike and Mechanics was one of those other super groups made up of other eighties Paul Carrick and Paul Young. You know, guys that had done other things. Paul uh And none of them are dead. Paul Young is actually yes, they, died Paul at heart dead. <laughs> Hey Paul Young, right? Yeah. Died of a heart attack in uh, the nineties or is it early aughts? Or Oh. When was that, Roger? It's just a couple of years ago. Couple Clearly years. Clearly, I'm not prepared. Yeah, a few years ago. Few or ten? Less than ten? Uh, uh, less than ten, I think. Okay. I remember you were still in. I thought you were still in uh, Jersey when we when when that happened. Maybe not. Uh, We'd have to look that one up. All right, so listen, I got to wrap this up in a couple minutes for myself. Okay. I got to get off the call a little bit here, but just to, when we took, we brought that topic up a long time ago, because it was just happening. It felt like every single week of, Oh my God, now another person. And, and, and I guess it's how much you enjoyed that person's music, how it hits you right. more than others. Like, you know, you know, Glenn Fry, I was like, well, that sucks, but I didn't have a lot of an emotional tie to the Eagles music. It's good, but it's not like my go-to favorite. Like, right. So my two biggest were Bowie and Prince. Like those yeah. actually like, if a celebrity dies, you're like, oh, that sucks. I like their movies or whatever. But for those two, I was like, holy, like Prince stopped me in my tracks. I yeah. remember exactly where I was. I was at work because I'm a ginormous Prince fan. And that just, I was like, wait, I wasn't expecting that wasn't supposed to happen. Right. And I thought this, I kind of thought the same for Bowie. I did not know he had cancer. Um, I didn't either. And that's where I, I believe he passed. So, you know, even when I did, I didn't know he had cancer. Um, but he had it removed uh, in like 2015. Oh, really? Okay. In December or October yeah. or something of 2015. Yeah, I knew that he was sick. Um, actually, I thought he may have already died. <laughs> I remember hearing news. Right? Well, he had I mean, a, he was in the middle of a tour. He had to stop touring with uh, yeah. Asia, and they had um, okay. Greg Lake fill in for him. Oh, wow. But for for me, like when Bowie died, I was just like, holy crap. I mean, yeah. With some of them, it, it hits you, but you're like, you know what? They were getting older, and you know, life happens. But for Bowie, like, I'm not because I still enjoyed Bowie's new music. I thought he was putting out some really interesting stuff. So I'm like, 
And what he did, Black Star, and then he died a couple yeah. of months later or something? Yeah. You were mentioning, like, not being into the Eagles, but you know what? If Joe Walsh were to pass away, that would crush me because I'm a huge That, that would Joe devastate Walsh. me more. I, yeah. yeah. I love Joe Walsh. And it's like you talk about bands that you're really inspired by. And, I mean, if anything happens to the, one of the guys from Rush, I'll be devastated. You know, it's just like, Agreed. Yep. you know. Uh, but, yeah, David Bowie had a huge impact on me. And when I heard about John Wetton, I was like, I'll, I'll admit, I didn't even know what his last name was. But yeah. when you say, oh, he's a lead singer and bassist from Asia, I'm like, oh, my God. I loved yeah. that and you remember. music. Yeah. I loved his his voice and just yeah, beautiful. Yeah, he had a great voice. Yeah, just a great style. And it's like you listen to it and you go, oh, man. You know, it sucks. Yeah. And that's what so. amazed me when I saw him in 2012, that he still sounded exactly like that, mm-hmm. like not didn't he miss didn't miss a beat, didn't take one note down, nothing. Yeah, I guess he knew his range and always stayed in it, and never blew his voice out. Like he just sounded great. Yeah, that's uh, impressive because a lot of guys don't. And he he was he had some pretty good notes there back in the day. Yeah, you know he did some good tours with Steve Hackett, and he'd be Steve's bass player and singer doing the Genesis stuff and everything. So it's interesting to hear his version of Genesis stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've I've seen a few videos on uh, yeah. YouTube that were great. Yeah, but Drew, did you see the one I posted where they did the acoustic version of um, Oh my God, what Asia song was it? Heat of the moment, but it was it was ah. an acoustic stripped down, uh, drop the tempo. It was just it was no very kidding. cool. I would highly recommend uh, Roger if you've never seen it. Just do Steve Hackett, John Wenton, Heat of the moment. It's awesome. Wow, I wouldn't have thought you and, could and do it's that fr- slower. It's from the Tokyo Tapes is what the album was called. Okay. And he had Chester Thompson on drums, which was Genesis drummer, or excuse me, Genesis's live touring drummer. I'm trying to think who else he had in the band. It's like basically a super group. Yeah. Playing all, all the Genesis stuff. Genesis I, just revisited. I wish exactly. I could have like Asia music in the two. background while we're talking, but you know, I, I, you can't, I can't do that. If you, you could play it yourself, but only play seven notes, not eight, and you should be okay. <laughs> I was trying to learn the guitar parts for Soul Survivor today with Steve House bit on that. I'm like, holy crap, the dude was amazing. Just they have that part in the song, ba 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 da. You know what I'm talking about? But who thinks to put arpeggios on a guitar? In those moments, you know, unreal. Guitar players who look like tales from the crypt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, that guy's an amazing player. He's frightening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now he is. Because nobody's going to question him because they're terrified of him. <laughs> That's cruel. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a great he's a great guitar player. I mean, holy shit, some of the stuff that guy comes up with. But, you know. but what I felt like after the end of uh, 2016 was, with the amount of people that passed away, you're like, what's left? Like I felt like we lost so many. Like there's no hope in the future for. Hopefully, these young kids rediscover the people who passed away. Yeah. It's up to us to move forth through life. And keep playing the old songs. <laughs> I had this. I had the music blasting 
in my freaking truck today while I was driving through town. And I was texting Kurt pictures of <laughs> the snowy roadways. Yeah. Here's <laughs> and, my driveway. Here's my backyard. <laughs> oh, I know. Hey, I, I know another recent one is um, Butch Trucks, the drummer from uh, Allman Brothers. Yeah. Oh. Another recent that? one was, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he played keyboards for Black Sabbath. He died recently, too. Oh, yeah. Keyboards for Black Sabbath? When did the fucking get a keyboard player? When they played the evil oh. sinister sounds, not um, yet. But when I they mean, formed Black Sabbath and just never gave the guy any credit for anything. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but they just did like Mr. Crowley. He wasn't on tour with them or anything, was he? I mean, that well, was Ozzy, silly. I know, but I mean, what Black Sabbath <laughs> had freaking keys in it? A lot of it. It's not, you know, a lead instrument, but it's there. And the and the crazy part about all this is, and there's always the the jokes that go around of. All these people pass away, yet you still have Ozzy still alive. Yeah, Keith Richards is still alive. Yeah, Keith. people who perception is you're thinking, how are they physically still alive? Exactly. I mean, I mean, Ozzy's been having consistent seizures every time he talks since the seventies, yeah. right? I his, mean, his, if, if you get a chance to read his, yeah. I don't know how true his biography is, but he's supposedly involved in it. It was a really good read. It was even funnier towards the end. As he's talking as being just an older person, and he goes to the doctor's checkup visit. Yeah. And he talked about how the doctor started to talk to him about, like, okay, you you go through the checklist. You ever done cocaine? He's like, yeah. You ever done this? This is, they got about through eight of them. And Ozzy said he told the doctor, hey, doc, it's probably easier if you ask me what I didn't do. And we can get through this a lot quicker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was a very interesting read because you more, you learn more about family man Ozzy than the image you see on television, which I thought was kind of cool. Wow. I'll tell you, Ozzy's not a stupid guy. Those Listen to some of the lyrics and stuff from back in the, uh, in the even the, even the early Black Sabbath stuff. You got to admit, Black Sabbath had something or he wouldn't have come so far. And Dio, we can go on and on and on about these bands from the 80s that were so awesome. But uh, Well, I'm sitting here reading about Paul Carrick since we were mentioning him before. Okay. <laughs> Kurt's I'm blown still, away Kurt, by all the stuff he was in that I was unaware of. Kurt is still with us, right? You yes, I'm still here. Okay. Go ahead, Raj. Tell us a little bit about Paul Carrick. Well, the name of the band I was trying to remember earlier was Ace. He did the uh, song How Long. That was like <laughs> his first hit. Not to be confused with Ace of Bass. No. Totally different sound. How Long Has This Been Going On? That tune, right? Yes, that's the one. And I thought it was Hall & Oates. Who did that song? Very similar sound. Oh yeah. In that period, when you think about it, it sounds like it could be a Hall and Oates tune. But there's also a uh, roundabout way that he ties in with um, John Wetton. Okay. Laid on me. They both played in Roxy Music. Roxy Music. Uh huh. John Wetton, I believe, played for them uh, when they were touring. That's really? right. Wow. That's right. And. Um, Paul Carrick did uh, keys for them. I think he wrote, co-wrote one of their songs too. No kidding. But you then see, he's it's also just a BB King, The Pretenders, and the list just goes on and on. I'm sitting, I'm well, amazed. Yeah, well, go on, go on Wikipedia and look at John uh, John Wetton's uh, uh, list. In another tab. It's right the same. Next to Mike and McCann. I mean, I mean the same thing. He did some guest appearances on some um, some pretty cool shit too. Paul Young died in 2000, by the way. Paul Young died in 2000. I didn't know he died. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't think it was that long ago. 
That's 17 years ago. It, mm-hmm. Did he hear that one hit of Every Time You Go Away? Is that him? Um, Take a piece of me with you. Is that right? Every time you go. Yeah, that was him. Away. Yeah. Yeah. Take a piece of me with you. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yep. That's how I feel every time we end this podcast, Roger and Kurt. Aww. <laughs> with us crying. That's what I tried to talk. I don't want to talk about Prince for a second or I'll start bawling like a little schoolgirl. Oh, I got to go. We're not going to do another one until next year. <laughs> <laughs> We've been going almost an hour now. We were we were talking about Paul Wet or jumps Paul John Wetton, and it led into other things with regard to uh, progressive rock and pop. I guess progressive pop bands from back in the eighties, right? I mean, I wouldn't even consider Asia's like really like pop rock, isn't it? Yeah, and this kind of goes back to our last podcast of back then you would have never called it pop rock, but mm-hmm. somehow today you look back and oh, that was pop rock. Yeah. Back then, to me, it was just it was just Asia. It was just their music. Exactly. Yeah, back then, pop rock was a candy. Exactly. <laughs> you got it. And Mikey died by eating it and drinking soda. And drinking soda, right? <laughs> Remember that? Remember that rumor? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't eat pop rocks and drink Coke. Your stomach will explode. Won't I just like burp really loud? Or feed them to uh, seagulls. Yeah. That almost sounds like the story John don't went to me. He stopped Coke. <laughs> don't don't feed them to a flock of seagulls. Huh? Another eighties rock band. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Did we have any uh, wacky news, Has Roger? Has anyone else no? died while we were on this call that we could talk about? There's nobody uh, else that died. Quite, yeah, this like, is such a It's such a long <laughs> podcast. Who died while we were making this podcast? There must be somebody. I'm thinking, who's the next? You, you, you say they come. They they come in threes, right? What other musician died this year? There wasn't one. So John Wetton. Now Well no, no. You you had John Wetton, you had the drummer from um who did I say? All my brothers. Oh that was yeah, this year. Like last and, George, week. and George Michael or was George Michael at the very end of twenty sixteen? George oh, Michael was, was twenty sixteen. Yeah. Oh that is also yeah. Last year. This is the uh the Paul uh, third sorry. one would have been keyboard is, guy from Sabbath. Whatever his name yeah. was. This is the John Wetton and other music celebrities who have died at the end of 2016 and 2017. Not even at the end. We had because we talked about uh, David Bowie. He was earlier in 2016, right? Uh, yes. But it has been a bad 18 months for rock and roll. Put it that way. Well, for good rock and roll. For good rock and roll. For crap, it's been a good year. Yeah. Well, we listened to crap, according to people our age, when we were 18, 20, you know. They just didn't know what they was talking about. That's true. It's all. Not like us. We know what we're talking about. I remember the first time I played Rob Zombie for my dad. He walked out of the room. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I remember he bought me an ACDC record back in the day when I was like. I'm sitting here on mute. 15 years old. He bought me Back in Black. Was, he goes, you want a record? You want to buy an album? I said, yeah. And I wanted ACDC. And I pointed at the album. I go, that one. He's like, Black is Back? I go, it's Back in <laughs> Black, Dad. A little dyslexic. Black is Back. Well, it's funny. You, you talk about Zombie. I never even paid much attention to him other than what you saw on TV. I'm like, nah, I don't need some scary guy yelling at me. Until I saw him yeah. at a concert at Ozfest, and he came out in jeans and a T-shirt and blew my socks off. Yeah. He was outstanding. I'm like, okay. He can he can still 
put on a great show without all the gimmicks. And it was, exactly. I was, I, it, that's what won me over. Plus, Tommy Lee played on a bunch of his albums, so that helped too. Anyway, we went on a little bit of a tangent there. But uh, are we, we're done then. I think we can call this podcast closed. I think we're done talking about dead people. Roger, how you, okay. how you, how you feeling? What, you got more, Roger? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, then we're good. There's more dead people, I'm sure. But yeah. Probably. Uh, we'll hang up and I'll go, wait, there's one more. Well, save it for the next time. Take notes. Sure. Write things down. If you hear something funny in the news, write it down. Take a note. Put it in your phone and bring it to the next podcast. And if I anybody... try to put it in my phone and then I can't find it again. Oh. Your phone? No, the notes I took last time. <laughs> Let me close down the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Our first podcast, and hopefully not the only for 2017. I have Roger and uh, Kurt here with us. Cindy did not stop back in, so... Um, I noticed that. Thanks for joining us, guys. I appreciate you log on, logging on to uh, Skype uh-huh. with us. I had a good discussion. Sad that we are uh, talking about the loss of a great rock, pop, prog bassist musician that inspired us and wrote some great songs and sang some great songs. John Wetton from Asia and UK and whatever other bands he was in. But, uh, Yes, all of them. Yes. Sad to see another one go. Hopefully we don't have any more loss of musician life for a while. Yeah, well, the sad uh, reality of it is we're going to start seeing a lot more because when you think about it, all the people that were making music when we started getting into it are older than us. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, we were in our teens while they were in their 20s. So yep. they've already got us by 10 years. Yeah. Thanks. That bodes well. So in 10 years, yeah. I'm going to have to look towards dying. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's been a good uh, good podcast, I think. If anyone... <laughs> <laughs> it was a good something. <laughs> if, anyone, if any of our adoring fans have any anything they'd love to share with the podcast or topics for us to discuss, please share on our Facebook page. Hopefully we'll get another one out in the next uh, couple weeks or a month and uh, keep trucking because this is fun. It's always been fun to get together and chit-chat. and helps us stay in touch and and talk about some interesting topics, hopefully interesting for uh-huh. our listeners as they are for us. But uh, I hope so. Thank you for tuning in, everybody, and listening, and we will catch you out on the flip side on another Cosmic Pirate podcast. Good night. Good night.